morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to episode 50 of the One Perspective to Another podcast. This is a milestone podcast. This is a podcast where I did not think that I would ever get to. I did not ever think that I would even be doing podcasts i didn't know what podcasts were but this is episode 50 milestone i am your humble and gracious thankful gratitude filled host a dot sanders and i got my computer on but shit happens and it's all good but um yeah this is episode 50 Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for being on this a magical cosmic journey to get to somewhere I never even knew I could get. And um, I just wanted to talk to a podcast before. This has been a very interesting journey. Not only getting to episode 50, but just this week in general. I'm going to start off the week by saying it has been a rough week. It has been draining. It has been full of events and things transpiring that you cannot anticipate. But that's part of living life. That's the one perspective to another grind of it. Um, But first, I'm going to talk about the most devastating thing to happen and that is my beloved Golden State Warriors lost three straight games back to back in the NBA Finals three straight back to back losses to close out yeah you heard them you heard them the claw to close out the last game in Oracle Arena now, I just wanted to talk about this for a second because I did a a long post about it. Like, the first time we won a championship in 2015, I did a YouTube video talking about all my memories and uh, whatnots about, like, living in Oakland and being, being able to see a championship. I'm going to leave a link in the description for all that stuff. You can check it out if you want to and just know about what it feels like to have a championship coming to your city but going deeper into it the reason why I was so emotionally draining is because you just want sports it it takes over the things that are important not more important but it just takes you away it's a great escape it's something that you create and something that you have a lifelong bond with like if you're a sports person then you know if you're not then I guess you just want to understand, but it's something about growing up and being in elementary school and uh, middle school and high school and having your team and your team getting this and your it's your team getting this and that and making trades and stuff like it's about your loyalty, and with that loyalty comes a sense of respect and a sense of honor that you are to cherish, and when you go through years and years of being shit and being the laughing stock of something like when you finally get to the top it is a magical feeling i cannot describe to you 
in any words and I'm supposed to be a wordsmith but there are no words to describe the feeling that it felt to have a championship in Oakland California the first uh, championship but to be able to go on a run for five years and create a dynasty regardless of what they failed and didn't win this year like it is just something magical to be a part of to be able to watch to be able to tell your kids and your kids kids that you were there that you experienced it and for me personally just even being privileged enough and blessed enough to be able to go to multiple um, finals games and multiple games and just experiencing the culture and the people around it and being a part of rural was just a great experience and it's something that I will always remember and I just want to say thank you to the city and thank you to the people who make this culture and that's the fucked up part because it's always about the people and with economic changes and being good you get more opportunities and more opportunities at money and that's the way it goes because now they move into San Francisco and all the people who are a part of the journey probably won't be able to be a part of it anymore because the fucking arena is expensive as shit and it costs $150 to get into a game just to even get inside and not everybody has a budget for that because we live in Oakland, California and it's expensive as fuck to live out here and that's where the gentrification and the false narratives of like making affordable housing for people and realizing like we still live in a world where it's fucked up and shit happens and um i was able to be a season ticket holder for the warriors and i had a plan of like being able to try to sell tickets to the new arena and i went on the uh tour of the new arena and it was by any means probably the most magical thing you've ever seen and just a brand new arena that put billions of dollars into it and the suites in there are like apartment buildings they have 12 by 12 individual screens like you're at ces and their own bars their own gourmet chefs inside of the suite everything is special everything is unique it's a a facility that's supposed to be open 340 days out of a year it's privately financed so everything that you put into it they're taking and they told us that you needed to have thirty thousand dollars as an entry to um have your psl your personal seat license so you can have the opportunity to buy tickets now that's a lot of money and that is a direct um not shot but just a direct shooting to the people who had that money in san francisco and silicon valley and all those surrounding areas because not everybody who's normal and lives the paycheck to paycheck life is going to be able to just have thirty thousand dollars laying around it's hard to do that it's hard to get people to even get to that number just even fathoming i'm gonna spend thirty thousand dollars for a sporting event People save up the whole year just to even go to one Warriors game, let alone spend $30,000 for season tickets. Like, the discrepancies of the way the world is and the what people think shit is, like, it's it's crazy. It's night and day, but just getting back to that, like, the arena is nice and all that, but it's for the companies. Those suites and those tickets, they're already bought. It's only, like... 8% of the tickets that haven't been sold. So, like, the money's going to flow. And that's the thing we got to understand. 
about living in this world and like yeah like i'm hurt that the team is leaving i know a hundred hundreds of thousands of other people feel the exact same way but at the end of the day money moves money moves the world plain and simple and it's nothing we can really do or say or stop it but like oakland only thing we have left is them badass oakland a so just got to put that hope and that faith in them that we can bring a championship in baseball to Oakland because I love basketball, but I, everybody know I love football way more. I love baseball, too, but it was it was just a ride to be able to just be a part of it and just say thank you to Curry and Clay and them being the Roots and Draymond. Shout out to Clay for being able to run back out there on a broken ACL shout out and salute to the Toronto Raptors for um putting it together and doing what it takes shout out to Kawhi the claw for being one of the most fundamentally sound players that you can watch and just everybody on their team just stepped up and you can't blame it on um injuries because when you spend 35 million dollars on a superstar that takes away from you having a bench so I'm not gonna sit up here and make excuses about it being because they got hurt, like, that's the way you constructed your team, so, shout outs and salute to them, but fuck Drake, um, yeah, it's, it's bittersweet, like, the economics of having a sports team and how it affects the community, and we are going to feel the effects of it, the last game in Oracle Arena, I got a couple videos about going to a game on there, I'm gonna leave all that stuff in my description if you wanna check it out, it's on YouTube, See what it feels like to be at a finals game. See what it feels like to sit courtside of the game. See what it feels like just to be at a game inside of Oracle. Because there's never going to be another game at Oracle Arena. Gotta let that sink in a little bit and realize how it really feels. And It's just been a wild week. So we'll just see what happens with that. And uh, shout out to them. Shout out to the Warriors. Shout out to... Shout out to the team that did it for Oakland. Just want to say thank you and you are appreciated. And we moving forward on to the Chase Center. Still going to watch him. Still a fan. But it just won't be the same. Won't be the same. East Oakland Warriors till I die. Um, the next, I want to get into it. I was going to do a podcast on it. But um, I'm just, it's episode 50. So I'm just going everywhere. Um, on the... Culture shocking events that we saw with um, the Netflix special documentary When They See Us about the um, Central Park Five. And some of the things that were most important to me while watching this was um, just the, the way she portrayed people um, and the way she portrayed the the narratives and the stories and the politics. And it just made me, after finished watching it, just made me realize, like, man, I was born into a cycle. A systemic cycle of just something that I still can't even fully understand. Of just being, you're literally being hated because of things that happened prior to you. And literally just because of something called melanin. And it really makes you alert and aware to the world and just the different levels of understanding and how people see you and 
that that's just a whole different topic, but I want to stay on kind of like the the show, but it shows the aftermath of like being a felon and being a black or brown child in the world and first like just them setting up children like children 14 13 year old 15 year old children who a system who was supposed to work for them did not work for them they were guinea pigs and just mistreated and put in situation where they had no idea what was going on and no idea how to get out of it it's a culture shocking experience to see like this is the thing that's supposed to protect us but it is against us and it is very hurtful it's hurtful to see a lot of people's reactions were um that it was just negative in a sense of like man this is what you have to go through it was heartbreaking for people to see sorry my computer's on but i gotta have it on to balance it out um people don't always understand and and see that this is what people actually go through all the time. This is what people see. This is what people wake up to. Like, And they showed in a story about how when you get out of jail, you are a felon. And it was a powerful scene where it says you got to check this box. And after you check that box about being a felon, like your power as a human being is diminished by like... 90% and it is nothing that you can do about it. It's nothing. It's hard to get a job. It's hard to be anywhere. You can't be living life. Your freedom is taking away from you. And the fucked up part about it is none of these kids did any of those crimes. So it's just like a double mind fuck because their life is taken away because it's something that they didn't do. And then to have to go through life getting out and seeing like. The system just wants you there. That's the culture shock of it. Is being helpless. And another scene I was powerful. He's like, I can't, I can't be a regular person because I can't be. And even if I go back, it's nothing for me to even amount to being. Like it's just a, it's just a clusterfuck, and it ain't nowhere to go. And it's, it's. Our, it's our reality, it's our world, like, when they say, or, I was this video called, uh, Mothers in Black, like, black women, and black mothers, like, teaching their kids of, like, hey, this is how society really is, this is how the world treats you, and it's not the world, it's good people in the world, and it's bad people in the world, but this system is here to, to trap you, it's here to negate you, it's here to make it as hard as it possibly can so you can just be a statistic so you can be paid and you can be manipulated and you can be taken advantage of that's why they always say people always get mad about you gotta go out there and get your money you gotta be financially stable but at the same time like yes you have to and that's the way out that's the way you can get ahead and that's the way that you can get a little bit of power but even Having money isn't the end-all be-all. It just makes it a little bit easier for you to navigate and have to deal with certain situations. But there's still going to be all the things that's on top of your head and they're just waiting for you. Because these jails and these systems, they are built off politics and money being moved. And the same thing with medicine. Like It's just a, a business of making money and whatever we can do to get it from you, we will do it. And that's just 
the the cold hard facts about it and like we all want equality and all this stuff but it's just so many different tables moving in different ways like you just gotta pick your battle and just fight it because the older i get the more i realize and i see how the world really is and when you're a child that's why i always tell you don't grow up too fast because when you're an adult you start to see this kind of shit and it gets frustrating it gets really irritating so you just gotta have your main focus to get by and you gotta have your focus of just grinding and picking your cause and what you confident in and what you want changing and do the best that you can um and then another topic from the uh the show that they showed in a great um I don't know the word right now, but they just showed a great emphasis on is the aftermath of the mothers and showing the mother's side of what happens when their child gets out of jail. Like that's that's powerful showing these black and brown mothers like how they have to maintain and still keep shit going and like um not having the money to be able to go to court and have all the excess money and they got to be on welfare and stuff like it's just a whole trickle effect and it just shows in such great depth and a vivid way of like this is what really goes on this is what the aftermath and the consequences and repercussions of not even your own action but just something that happened like it's still always a consequence consequence and a repercussion every action has an equal or lesser reaction and it's fucked up to see these mothers just literally go through hell having to work four and five jobs to maintain then when their child gets out like they don't even have the opportunity to get a deal and it's just a whole fucking cycle of a clusterfuck and it's just it's just horrible to see and that's why a lot of people who watched it like can see it because she i forgot her name i can't even think of her right now ava duvall not is that it? Um, yeah, something like that. Um, please forgive me. I don't even remember her name right now. I'm just freestyling. But just the way she paints the pit picture is so vivid. And if you can't feel it or can't see it, like I don't see how you wouldn't not be able to. And then even if you wanted to, when you got out of jail and these mothers try to tell their sons, like, it's important. Like, when you come out, you're a felon. All that shit, like I said, is stripped away. You can't even vote for change. You can't be where you want to be. You can't even. You just can't do anything. But um, a powerful quote that they said. Not a quote. But just something that they said that really stood out to me. Was that. That's the law. And that's not the truth. Let me illuminate you. And that, that really stood out to me. Because it showed them that they still were holding on. And. Faith plays a major part in everything that that we do, whether it's faith in God, whether it's faith in yourself, whether it's faith, it's faith in something, just faith, just having, believing in you or whatever it is that you believe in, like faith, just by itself. And they were faithful to their, their cause because it was the truth. When you have faith toward the truth, it makes everything so much easier and so much bearable you can sleep at night and that's what got them through is their faith towards the truth and yeah they settled after but they still lost a lot of their lives they lost their childhood they lost being young adults coming into a new world and the culture shock of coming being in 1990s and then coming out in like the uh, uh, 2000s like 
that's a fucking culture shock. You miss a whole bunch of life and technology. And I couldn't even fathom just imagining how that feels and being in their shoes. It's something that I I thank my mother for instilling in me the goodness and the awareness of being a black man, an American black man out here in this world. Like, you got to always have your head on the swivel. And it's important that you realize that and understand it and know it. And just not even being black man, black and brown people. Like, it's, it's a target on your back. The single slip-ups, like, they don't, they don't want you to do what you want to do. As much as you want to sugarcoat shit and make it seem like, yeah, it's cool and everything. But you either a statistic or you something different. And the best way to avoid all of it is just to stay cool, stay even kill, be, be what you want to be. Be financially stable and just... Navigate the best way you can and not get caught in it. Um, it's just hard to see it on on the screen, and it's powerful to watch. It's um, it's just unbelievable. And I I hella messed up the quote. He was like, um, "The streets make it easy for you to go back to jail." He said he either half in or he half out. He ain't got nowhere to really step. And he didn't want to be a citizen. You don't want to be a citizen because look how they treat you. Um, yeah, I, I forgot his name. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. But that was powerful too because he went back to selling drugs. and Because um, it, it's easy money. And like you can't get a job. Who wants to get a minimum wage job when you can't even maintain your house? You can't buy what you want. Like, the the streets, they got their own rules, and it's a lot easier rules than it is from the government. So, why wouldn't they do that? A whole bunch of kids who got wrongfully accused of something that they didn't even do because of fucked up prosecutors and district attorneys just did some fucked up shit. And I want to give a shout out to Sean King because he put a lot of light on certain topics and a lot of... Uh, laws that got changed and a lot of the district attorney and two well i know one of the the cops on the thing he passed away from cancer like two weeks after it came out the main uh lady sorry i don't know people's names i know it, but i didn't write it down for this podcast but she um quit and she um got kicked off of her charities and stuff so like people are seeing and like doing the right thing but um, it still happens every day. It's it's a, it's a problem, and yeah, this is a story about five kids from the 1990s. But it still happens every day. But at least people know now. At least people know like this is our every day. This is the thing that we deal with the most. And um, yeah, I just wanted to give my thoughts out on that because it's it's a fucked up situation to be in. Gotta make episode 50 a little special. I'm gonna dive into something that happened and made me realize and just gave me full perspective about just living life and what you want to do with your life and just fill in the gaps. Because growing up, I didn't always realize what was going on and just I was always observing. I'm just an observant person. But there are things in life that we have to provide balance to and most importantly now more than ever, like I said with the last story, is like being financially stable, being um, that is very, very important if you want to continue 
continue living. And then putting on top of that emotional intelligence, physical uh, health, um, mental health, emotional health. Like all of those things matter because as we live life, we have to make our choices and we have to understand that the things we do affect the things around us. It affects the people around us and it affects our choices. So you got to understand, and I want to bring my perspective videos into it too. Like either you're a liability or you're an asset. And the part about life, and this is just me, but life is meant to be lived for you to be able to grow. Because I've always been under the the thought process that you learn about shit, you experience shit, and then you gain hindsight. So you can either be somebody who knows and you can teach and help people or you can just live your life and be better so you don't have to waste time getting to where you need to be going the hard way like you don't want to be hard-headed you don't want to be the last person to get it done you want to be efficient you want to get things done the right way the quick not the quick way but the quickest way that resolves your whatever it may be so you don't waste time like efficiency is a beautiful thing when you do things the right way because it gives you more time to do the shit that you want to do like i remember my mom always telling me like if you just do it now i'll give you more time to play because you just sit there angry trying to do your homework you're gonna take two hours to do it when you just focus for five minutes five ten minutes and then just get into a groove and you'll be done in an hour you got more time for play like it's weird how you just hear the shit that you were taught when you were younger and it just all makes so much more sense and the same thing is applied to all aspects of our lives whether it's with family with friends relationships work school play like it's all balance it's all just understanding situational awareness that's the thing that i've prided myself on and i said it took me 30 years to understand like situational awareness is key and Knowing when to do what and how to do it and why to do it. Understanding and assessing what's going on in the world. And when it gets hard to just keep doing what's right. Just like with relationships. And if you're a woman or if you're a man. Like you have to bring yourself to the table and realize like. Hey I'm financially stable. Hey I'm emotionally stable. Hey I'm dealing with this but I can make sure that this is taken care of. Like you want to understand and provide balance to whatever it is that you bring so if you go to work and you unstable emotion like it's gonna affect your performance like we have to have self-awareness of ourselves and realize that it ain't always going to be what you want it to be and just realizing you gotta work you gotta take time out you gotta focus on you you gotta practice self-love like everything that i've done or everything that i've talked about in my previous episodes like brought me to this moment to realize of like it's just all situational awareness it's all about growth it's all about understanding yourself as a person and knowing why to do what it is you love to be fulfilled to understand that hey it's hard this shit is difficult but i gotta do it and take the process brick by brick and just build it up because at the end of the day my favorite saying that I always tell people and I got to tell myself too. Only you open up your eyes. And it's that process. Only you can deal with the shit that you got to deal with inside of you. 
that's nobody else's responsibility except your own. That is the part of you that you have to be accountable for. That's the part of you that is built and made the way you are because you're supposed to get through it. Yeah, we got people in our world who help us. We got family. We got friends. We got lovers. We got sugar daddies. We got all that ex extra shit. But it's still, at the end of the day, you open your eyes. So you have to be accountable for you. And when you get into situations and realizations about things and people, places, or whatever you want to do that brings you fulfillment, you got to gauge yourself and see, am I really capable of doing this? Am I really up for this? Do I know what it takes to get this shit done? And it's a powerful thing. You have self-awareness towards that thing. When you know that, like, hey, I don't really have the confidence to get up on a stage and talk to somebody, then you just... Start where you got to start and just start a podcast or just do a YouTube video or go to a local school and just start talking like it's all about the process. And that's what the whole thing about me doing one perspective to another has always been about is just bringing perspective on the process The Gary V reverse engineering. Like it takes a lot to be a human being with the emotions and the thoughts and all that shit that we process. But you will never find out anything if you are hindered by being idle where you are. You got to pick up one step, one break. You got to climb up one thing at a time as long as you just do something. Just do one thing. Just one thing towards your fulfillment. One thing towards your happiness. One thing towards... That's something that you love, whether whatever it may be, just do something. Don't be idle in the causes and effects of you doing your life. If it's good or if it's bad. Even if you do fucked up shit and you still don't care about it, just keep doing your fucked up shit as long as you just do it. Because you're going to find your path, you're going to find your hindsight either way. And I'm not telling you to be good or bad i'm just telling you to just live life because it is not worth you being idle and just sitting there doing nothing it's worth it it's worth you taking the risk because you don't want to be 89 years old and having regrets you want to make sure that at the end of the day your mental health your emotional health your physical health your financial health whether however you get to it, as long as you take care of it. That assets versus liability. You don't want to have any liabilities. You want everything around you to be an asset. Even if it's not a liability, that's what your kids are if you have children. I wrote a post the other day like, you shouldn't have to teach anybody respect except your kids. Because respect is understanding an asset and a liability. Cause and effect. There is a balance to this shit in this world. It's not just thought process, it's not just feeling, it's not just logic. It is an essential part of life, cause and effect. You can't take something without getting something, equivalency exchange. It is all a beautiful science. It is all a beautiful way of living. It's all a beautiful way of love. It's all a beautiful way of seeing fulfillment. Your self-care, your self-worth, it all matters at the end of the day and with that being said those are the things that brought me to 
episode 50 and just looking back on all my perspective videos and all the podcasts that I've done like putting it all together it got me here and I'm not saying that I'm perfect but I'm pretty good on where I'm at with my core and I know what my balance is I know what my foundation is I know what I need to do and that is just keep grinding just getting better and just staying on course because it it fulfills me to to see people grow it fulfills me to see myself grow it fulfills me to just talk and talk about my experiences and talk about the things that go through my mind because that's what I do I just sit and think and observe the world and my own choices and just provide hindsight and see how it helps people that's the reason why I do my quotes because I see my growth I see the growth that I say or the things that I said eight years ago and be like damn I really said that shit and it applies to it every day knowledge is always going to be there like leaving your mark and just leaving your legacy and just making sure that you are doing whatever it is that fulfills you and this is the thing that fulfills me is just putting all this shit on voice and making quotes and posts about powerful thoughts because I'm not a person who's just surface like I need to get deep I start at the bottom I start with the real shit the shit that nobody wants to talk about finding shit out like asking the difficult questions doing what's hard it's a waste of time just lollygagging and being idle I guess I get it from my mom shout out to my mom love you dearly um she always told me don't tarry, little Aaron. Don't tarry. Like, it's no point. It's no point. But, um... Yeah. That's, um... I think all I got for today. Um, I wrote some more notes, but I don't know what they were. Let me see if I can find them real quick. Excuse me, I think I'm getting sick. But, uh... Oh, the last thing I'm gonna say... There's some quotes in um, the movie John Wick that really spoke to me. And I think that are going to carry some weight to me for a long time. And it said that you can't care, you can't bury the ocean and you can't, uh, you can't uh, smash a mountain. You got to just take your time. And when she said uh, you can't bury the ocean, that was really powerful. Really powerful because when you really think about how fucking big the ocean is and trying to bury it, can't do it. You can't do it. Some things, and I'm not saying that and nothing is in, is impossible, but it's just like you need to have or set yourself up to have one hell of a muscle power to get even close to being able to burying the ocean. So don't try to do everything off the bat make your steps make your process and get that shit done that's what i I really got from it and that's like my eternal hindsight is that even if you don't get to burying the ocean at least you did the steps and what you had to do to at least try always try because you never know you don't ever want to have those regrets you don't ever want to be in the position of asking what if and that's the lesson that's the focus that's the 
the Iron Man snap, the I love you 3000 to yourself of never giving up, never stop trying, never stop looking for fulfillment, never stop searching for whatever it is that makes you happy. The world is going to be what the world is and you are always in control of you. Force your narrative. The world doesn't have to bend in order for you to do whatever it is that you got to do. Because on the grander scale of it is, you got to survive and you got to live every day. So you got to do what's best for you. And when you got more to give, then you can give. But make sure that you got enough for you to get by to. So, on that note, this has been my raw, just off the top of the dome episode 50 one year anniversary podcast the things that are on my heart on my mind on my soul on my chest um i don't know what the future holds i don't know how i'm gonna be doing podcasts but i want to stay committed and stay fulfilling this um one perspective to another podcast I had a conversation this weekend really in depth and saying that I just really want to travel the world and take majestic backdrop videos around the fucking world. So you never know. We may just start doing that shit and just say fuck it and just hop on a plane and touch every country. And people always talk about them. They go to Africa, but Africa got a lot of countries in it. Africa is not a country. Um, but yeah. As always, it's just my perspective. If you've been listening this long, I appreciate you so much. Um, like it, share it, subscribe. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Leave a review. We're available on all podcast platforms. Um, like yeah, if you got this far, thank you for listening. I'm gonna put two sleepers on the back of this. There's two songs to just put it extra emphasis on um just this week and just this reset and when we going forward and to this new new week setting up this sunday but and also shout out to all the fathers out there shout out to the mothers who've been fathers it's father's day today that's when i'm recording this so just want to say thank you thank you to my mom for being my father and my whole having a father later on in life but that's a whole different subject but uh yeah thank you for listening thank you for subscribing as always it is just my perspective and we will catch you on the flip side up next two sleepers all right yeah got one life to live gotta live it to the fullest life is war I can't put it out too far now I gotta make it through somehow No matter how big or how many they'll fall It's all or nothing when your back's against the wall I know guys watching over It feels like the world's on my shoulders It's cold but it's gonna get colder If it's war then it's war, I'm a soldier Yeah, you whack, why you even record? You couldn't be hot of pockets before you do a Ouija board And big to the hook Trick loser looking life's like a parking space that might get took 
pop it hoops, I beg your pardon With the pen I swallow more characters than Todd McFarlane They marvel at my image from here to D.C. You can trace all you want, but you'll never be me MCs nowadays be ranting and rambling And button-ups looking like Jay-Z standing I guess it's just a sign of the times Where you can rap and sing over the same beat three times I wish I was little time I sell the artists in the game the same freaking song You can agree to disagree, you're still wrong But it don't matter, I'm so hot, you gotta sing along Yeah, I can't quit, I've come too far now I gotta make it through, somehow No matter how big or how many they'll fall It's all or nothing when your back's against the wall I know guys watching over It feels like the world's on my shoulders It's cold, but it's gonna get colder If it's war, then it's war, I'm a soldier it's the equivalent of the devil when he fell from grace Support against me and hell is what you'll face You gon' need way more than crosses and past the main People like the Marine Corps, C4 and a couple of tanks This is no joke, I ain't got time for pranks Can't you tell, I know I'm not Dave Chappelle But I'll leave your brain half-baked if you touch my mail I must prevail, no matter what the odds If I have to, I go to war with ancient gods Just like Hercules, if you hurt my cheese My pack to offset the earth by a couple degrees Enemies flee I'm here, and I ain't going nowhere till the Lord appear. I know destiny is calling, keep myself on there. Whole world, y'all better prepare. Yeah. I can't quit, I've come too far now. I gotta make it through somehow. No matter how big or how many they'll fall, it's all or nothing when your back's against the wall. I know guys watching over. It feels like the world's on my shoulders. It's cold, but it's gonna get colder. If it's more than it's more, I'm a soldier. With me here, it's hard for Rappers to function, cause I stake the facts and they make assumptions. Y'all ain't really real, you're like the weapons of mass destruction. But I ain't got no time for no panel discussion. I lead after carrying push, I got units to push. If you ain't talking about paper, to shush. I've come a long way from the blocks and copies. If I can beat the Grim Reaper, who the heck gon' stop us? Not you, not them, not her, not him. I'm a microphone fiend, a brand new rock him. I keep my shoot game mean with a LA brim. And a new clean T wider than Eminem. What up, Slim? I'm out to get that paper like him. Till the mid run dry, all my lights go dim. You can look in my eyes, see the tiger within. Ain't no options, I got to win. Yeah. I can't quit, I've come too far now. I gotta make it through somehow. No matter how big or how many they'll fall. It's all enough to move your backs against the wall. I know guys watching over. It feels like the world's on my shoulders. It's cold, but it's gonna get colder. If it's more than it's more, I'm a soldier.